everyone. Welcome to the Renaissance Project, a Black girls movement. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Chase Clark, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of liberation and conversation. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Renaissance Project. I am your beautiful host, Chase Clark. And I'm so excited today because we are continuing our Chase Your Dreams series. This is actually one more before the last one. And we have such a great guest, someone I've been watching for so long, keeping up with. We have Miss Ariel Robinson. So hi, Miss Ariel. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Of course, like I said, I had to have you on the show (laughs) because I have been keeping up with you. I'm going to read your bio just so everybody knows all the amazing things that you're doing. You are a journalism mass communications major at A&T State University, a mixed media artist, 2019 Forbes 30 Under 30 scholar, the published author of the modern day Black Alphabet book, candidate for Miss North Carolina 2021, amongst so many other things that we will be diving into over the course of this interview. So without further ado, I'll get right into the questions. If Perfect. You're yes, right. I'm excited. Yes, ma'am. I am too. Based on your bio alone, it's it's clear to tell that you have so much going for you. So accolades and accomplishments aside, who would you say you are? Who is Ariel? I would say that I am a multidimensional Black woman. Yes, There's a lot of different parts to me outside of like my work. And I like to tap into all those interests, no yes, matter ma'am. what they are. So I would say that I'm just a very multidimensional being and... I just like to do any and everything. Yes, ma'am. So while I was reading over your bio to my mom, who I always go over these kinds of things with, she asked the question, what does it mean to be a mixed media artist? So how would you best describe being a mixed media artist? Yeah. So for me, being a mixed media artist is working with lots of different mediums Mm -hmm. and not conforming yourself to just one. So like sometimes you hear somebody say like, I'm a painter or I'm a photographer or I'm a singer. And for me, I love all of those things. I love everything about art. So when I say mixed media, it's any and everything. And there are mediums out there that I don't know of right now. But Mm -hmm. when I learn about them, if I like them, it gives me the opportunity to explore them. And I don't have to be the best at them, but I just want to try them out just because they're fun. Definitely. And that is, in essence, what it means to be a Renaissance woman. For sure. Which (laughs) lines greatly with the show and its purpose. So in addition to everything you are, you're definitely a fashion icon, must I say. Every time I see you on Instagram, I'm like, y'all, I told y'all she does this for real. (laughs) Thanks. So you're definitely killing it in that department. And I often go to your Instagram as a source for inspiration. So I was just curious to know who some of your inspirations are as well. So I don't have any like specific fashion inspirations, Mm -hmm. but I do use Pinterest a lot. So like, yes, ma'am. I like drawing inspiration from movies like Clueless. In the mm-hmm. summertime, I love wearing like preppy outfits, but also mixing them with streetwear. And then in the winter, I like to wear more New York style streetwear. So like baggy cargo pants. Oh, we've seen the cargo pants. Yes, I love, <laughs> love cargo, cargo pants, pants, sweatshirts, layering them. Mm-hmm. So like today I have on this sweatshirt with, you know, just straight leg pants and Converse. So Using Pinterest and just typing in things like Black Girl Aesthetic, you see a lot of different Mm -hmm. outfits, and I like to just draw from all of them. Awesome. And I know, I see you on on Instagram, and I see you today, and of course you look fly, but I knew that already. Yes, ma'am. And one thing that caught my eye when I was first looking into some of your campaigns was the Mm -hmm. fact that you used Tyler, the Creator, as some source for inspiration, which was... 
you know, pretty stand out to me because I'm one of the biggest fans, I must yes. say. <laughs> so I have to ask, of course, what do you think your Tyler favorite Tyler project is? My favorite is Flower Boy. And it's really funny because I was actually about to play Flower Boy this morning. But I was like, no, I'm not going to play it. I'm going to play some scissor. But I love Flower Boy. I do, too. It's my favorite project. Like, it always makes me so happy. I know. I do, too. And I hate when some of the fans will be like, you know, that's just hopping on the bandwagon. But I think that Flower Boy is the best project because it's so complete. Like Exactly. When I first started listening to Tyler, I was in middle school. And mm-hmm. we were just all rebelling against the world and screaming and yelling and jumping on tables. Mm-hmm. And so that was me at 13. But now I'm, like, in college and starting to figure out myself I want to grow with the artist and I feel like I've done that with Tyler and that's why I love Flower Boy so much because it tells a story it takes you somewhere else and it's a full complete project I definitely agree with that I just think it's his most diverse body of work honestly and I yeah I agree I think he definitely tapped into another side of himself which is why I really enjoy it as well but on to your next, on to my next question. I'm sorry. On your website, rielrobinson.com, y'all make sure you check it out. For you sure. have an interesting piece in your bio, and it says, From birth, Ariel has known that she wanted to be great. And I related to that so much because I always felt like I was meant to be great, but I often shied away from that greatness out of fear of my own potential in some cases. And I wonder, did you ever have moments in which you shied away from your own greatness out of fear of your potential? Absolutely. There's always times where you kind of doubt yourself because you don't know if people will receive it right or Mm -hmm. if you're doing the right thing or it's just weird. And that's okay. That's completely normal. But I think that if it doesn't scare you, then it's not big enough. And so there are tons of times where like I'll do things and I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous. So like, what if people don't like it? And then I realize like it doesn't matter as long as I'm happy and I'm fulfilled because at the end of the day, it's just going to be me. Like, When Mm -hmm. I die, it's not going to be with anyone else. So it's like, I want to make sure that I'm fulfilling myself. And sometimes I don't do things as soon as I think, like, as soon as they come to mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it's growing. And when you're growing, it's very difficult. But you have to just talk with yourself and know that it's worth it. And so for me, like, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I'm the best. I'm going to be in all these arts. And then as I got older, preteen, I kind of got self-conscious because you want to fit in with other people. But I think we're all on different journeys. So if you just follow your journey, you'll find it and you won't shy away from your greatness because you'll get comfortable with it. And even things that make you uncomfortable, you'll get comfortable with those things as well. Exactly. And I feel like that's something that this generation really needs to hear because with social media, we usually only see the finished final product (laughs) of people's work. And I was watching a video recently and it was called Don't Be Afraid to Be Seen Trying. And it was actually so helpful for me because I think sometimes as well. I'll look at my working process and be like, this isn't as clean as it could be. And it's just basically me comparing myself to other people or not wanting to be seen failing or something of that sort. So you saying that is very timely, actually, after I just watched that video. That's crazy. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. And while we're on the topic of trying, we are going to try a quick game of Song Association. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I have faith in you because I saw I was listening to one podcast you were on and you killed it on that one. I did okay, And I was really surprised because, like, I watch Song Association all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I could go on there and kill it. And then I remember last year I was somewhere with some people and we played it and I did horrible. And I'm like, my mind just went blank. (laughs) Well, we tried last week with my last guest, Jasmine. You should also check her out. She's a young entrepreneur as well. And she tried her best. I tried to do it on my own to see if I could actually do it. 
But we're going to try it with you today. I have five words for you, 10 seconds, which I'll show on my hand. Okay. And I think you're going to do great. I, I think you're so. going to do great. I have faith in you. So are you ready for a challenge? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Your first word is story. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. You don't? No. Oh, my gosh. For that word, I had written down Crazy Story by King Vaughn. I don't listen to King Von. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've literally never heard of like a song by him, but it's just like, man, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. We'll we'll you, come back. Yeah. You have you have four more chances, and I, I have a feeling you're gonna get at least one. Okay, I, I hope so. I have a feeling. <laughs> so the next word I have for you down is garden. Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh SZA has a song yeah. called Garden. Yeah. I just don't know how it goes. It's called Garden, so that could okay, work. We're so you gonna, can say the title or the song. Okay, we're going to say Garden by SZA. I literally don't know how that song goes. I won't sing because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... Yeah, we're going to keep it. Okay, viewing. so we're going to say we got one, but hopefully these next ones I can actually like get some lyrics. Okay, so we have three more, and I have faith in you. Okay. I do. Three more chances. All right, your next word is dream, but you can also use dreaming or different variations. Um, I'm just gonna say we are dream girls, uh, and that works. Yes, that's that the only works. thing I could think of. It works. So now you have two. We have two. Okay, we have we're two. making some progress here. All right. So the next word we have is fashion. Fashion. Okay, Aesop Rocky has a song called Fashion Killer. There you go. <laughs> so now we have three. And your last word. Are you ready? I'm ready. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Your last word is pressure. Pressure. Give me the pressure. <laughs> I knew you were gonna I told you you were gonna at least get one. At least one. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, that is her song, Pressure. Yes. Yeah, and you can get it on Apple Music, Spotify, mm-hmm. Title, YouTube, anywhere. Anywhere. Just about. <laughs> Go cop it. It was really good. I listened to it Thank the other you. day. Actually I listened to it frequently. But let's talk about pressure. Yes. So you've by the time you were creating pressure, you probably were already diving into some other art forms. Mm-hmm. So what made you want to go the music route as well? So music has always been my first love mm-hmm. from like birth. I always knew I wanted to be a musician. Like when people would ask me when I was in elementary school, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Most people will say, like, a doctor, a firefighter. And I was like, I want to be Beyonce. Like, <laughs> I thought that Beyonce was a profession. And I'm like, I want to be Beyonce. But as I got older, I realized that music isn't just about singing. There's a lot of logistics and Mm -hmm. trying to get things together. So I'm still on that journey. I haven't put out any music since Pressure, but I am working on some. It's just kind of hard. You know, when you don't have, like, all those resources, you really have to dig deep. Mm -hmm. But I've always loved music, and I've always wanted to give it a try. I've just been trying to tap into those resources on how to actually make it happen for myself. Mm -hmm. And it's been quite a long process, but I'm hoping that 2021 will be good to me. And I'll be so able too. to put out a lot of music. I hope so, too, because Pressure was, that was good. Thank was you. And so how did that overall process of making Pressure, how did that go for you? Yeah, so I actually made it last January. Mm-hmm. I was working at a label. Mm-hmm. And though I'm not, I was I was an intern. I was just so inspired by seeing the artists every day and, like, seeing their lives. I'm like, I'm going to go make some music. And it was just about, like, applying pressure in all walks of life, no matter what it is. Like, when you think, like, oh, I need that pressure, it's, like, the best of the best. Like, Mm -hmm. foot on the gas. And so, like, that's kind of how I am with my life. Like, though I'm not the type to be like, oh, let's work 24-7 because I love resting. But when I am working, I like to do the most high quality that I can give. 
And so for me, that's pressure, like being the best of the best. Okay. Well, I know, I think I know which label you were working with. Yeah. Do you care care to share which label you were working with? Yeah, I was working for Billion Dollar Baby, so the baby's label. There you go. So while we're on the topic of music, there was an introduction to the latest J. Cole song that just dropped. It's called Lion King on Ice. And in the song, it said, are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? And I'm curious to know, as a content creator, do you feel that you use social media as an outlet for personal exploration or more because you wanted to be noticed or both? I would say both just because, like, I don't work a nine to five, though I'm looking for one. So if Mm -hmm. anybody has a, a corporate job that I can work let me know. Mm-hmm. But when you're putting out your art and you want to make money from it and you want to be able to create and have resources, you kind of have to like create things that are going to get you noticed because you want to work with more people and kind of level up. So you do right. have those spaces where you are able to think freely and move freely. But also for me, like when things aren't fun anymore, I don't do them. So it's like I want to grow. And sometimes things that I share on social media, they don't pop or they don't blow up and that's okay because it's like as long as I'm happy because I understand that social media isn't my only metric of success. So to a certain extent, yes, I want my stuff to be everywhere and in everything so that I can make money and then I can, you know, move up and have access to more things and people. But also if they don't, it's like as long as I'm happy with them and I'm growing and I'm learning something, I'm okay too. And that's a good answer. And to catch the listeners up, can you give an estimate of about how many followers you have on Instagram alone? Yeah, so I have 12,400 something. Well, she has me beat, (laughs) y'all. And to accumulate that level of followers, you have to create some kind of tremendous content, which you do. And I've heard from, yes, ma'am, and from various (laughs) people and sources that being a content creator It's not a hard job. You just are basically taking your pictures and posting them. And I was curious to know, as a content creator yourself, what is your opinion on that? I think it can be hard, especially when you start moving into like social media managing and analytics and insights. Me personally, I don't really look much into those things because I'm not running a business on my Instagram. And as soon as Instagram starts to become like a business and I feel like it's pulling me. I try and, you know, draw that because I still want it to be something that I enjoy and that makes me happy and I don't want to burn myself out. Mm-hmm. But when you're creating and you're truly trying to build a brand that's huge and you need those followers, it can be very difficult. And it really just depends on what your use of your Instagram is. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I don't want to say that I'm a full time content creator because I don't like to create content for the consumption of others, but I like to make things for myself that I share with others. So for me, my difficulties are in other places rather than like being on social media, but it can be very difficult and it is, it is a job. And when you're working with a lot of companies, some other influencers and content creators work with more companies than I do. I try to be very selective with them and make sure that they're purposeful. Mm-hmm. But if you're working with a lot of companies and you are a part of their marketing, it's like if you were working in a marketing role and that can be very difficult when you're trying to turn, turn followers and likes into dollar signs. Definitely. I definitely agree. And while we're on the topic of going into making yourself happy and new ventures, let's talk about Solar Lab. Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about what it is and like how it came to be? Yeah. So Solar Lab is my Black creative workspace. Mm -hmm. And basically it's a place for me to experiment and explore with any kind of medium creatively and culturally and share it with others. So last year when I when we went into quarantine, I started making a lot of content and I need a place to put that because people were looking at it. And sometimes it can get kind of messy when you got 
a series and then you post a selfie, like it mm-hmm. gets kind of messy. So I created a page called Quarantine Mag, and that was kind of the theme of my portfolio last year. So it wasn't a real magazine, but if you went on the page, you see all my photos that I took with photography. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much only photography and a few paintings that I've created. But this year, I wanted to really hone in on that portfolio aspect and create something where people can see the process from beginning to end and also be a part of it mm-hmm. instead of it just being a photo that I post and then that's it. So with the Solar Lab, I have a lot of different projects that I'm working on and also projects that push me and challenge me to work on new mediums. So my first project, which I just finished, was a series of Instagram filters. So I've never made Instagram filters in my life before this. But I challenged myself to learn Spark AR, which is Facebook's software of making Instagram filters. Mm -hmm. So I made them and I put them out and now people can use them. And so that was a project that challenged me creatively. And the different themes were verses, which is music, Keisha Mm -hmm. Cole and Ashanti, a soulful verses because Southern Black people love soulful and I'm from the South. (laughs) And then also a sneaker verses because Black people contribute a lot to sneaker culture. And so it's something that challenged me creatively, but also brought in the things that I love being black and from the South. Got it. So that is what an amazing venture. I've kind of been keeping up with it since you first announced it up to this point. And it's so amazing seeing on my on the first episode, we talked with my mom and she's been diving into some different mediums as well. She's been writing her book. And so I was telling her that it's been great to be able to see something come from a concept or an idea or a dream to like actual a product. For sure. And so it's been amazing to kind of see that process. So thanks. Yes, ma'am. So in addition to being all of these other things, you are also a published author. So I want to yes. know how old were you when you published your book? So I was 19. So my book published April 22nd, 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was 19 years old. And that just goes to show and reiterates that you don't have to be super old or a certain age to be able to make your dreams come true as long as you work for it and you'll you'll get to that point and you've been very successful with your book thank you ma'am I've seen your um, post about being able to be in different stores and things like that so I wanted to ask if you don't mind if you could give us a brief description of your book and how we can purchase them. Yeah, so The Modern Day Black Alphabet is a photo book that reimagines the alphabet through Black intimate experiences So I created this book in quarantine, and I was just taking photos of me and my family because I am Black, and it is a direct representation of what I grew up with, but Mm -hmm. also a representation of how important the home is because home is the foundation of all life, so is language. So when you you can't communicate, it's very hard to get your point across. Mm -hmm. So with this book, I wanted to communicate the Black experience through photos because when you see a photo, it inflicts an emotion or a memory. And I think that's really important. And I also just really love photography. So it's a photo book and it works great for learning material for younger children, but also a great coffee table book. And mm-hmm. it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, Walmart, Google Books, and some other stores. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stores. So I wanted to ask, how has that process been from being able to create the book and seeing how successful it has been? It's been really, really fulfilling. Of course, there comes with its challenges, mm-hmm. you know, logistical challenges or like shipping, things like that. Like any business, there are challenges. But when you're doing something that you truly love and it's something that's very fulfilling to see like children be excited to get the book or like seeing teachers buy it for their students. I actually went on a Zoom, a class Zoom, I want to say a month ago, and the kids were just so nice and so wholesome. And it's really, really fulfilling to see that 
the next generation will be able to see themselves in their learning materials. Because I know growing up, there were some books, but not really many that I had access to where the people in the book look like me or look like my mother or look like my father. So to be able to create that lane and be a part of it and continue a conversation is really, really fulfilling. Right. And I definitely agree. I love this new wave of representation that we see in literature and movies and film. And I hope that it grows to other areas as well. Absolutely. Because that is one thing that I like to talk about. I think that we have a lot of people in these areas, but they aren't making great content that reflects all of us. Yeah. I won't go into the sources right now, (laughs) but we'll definitely talk about that sometime on the show because I really think it's important to have that great representation in different mediums and different um, areas. Yeah, for sure. Yes, ma'am. So you do wear a lot of hats. As we said, you're not a content creator, but content creator. I create some content. I don't usually call myself a content creator, but it's like, it's content people are consuming it it's Mm -hmm. just i don't make it solely for their consumption but i'll say content creator works okay well for this purpose you're a content creator yeah a published author a musician in addition to this you're a student a business owner a family member and a friend amongst other things i'm sure so how does it feel to have all of these roles does it ever get overwhelming sometimes it gets overwhelming because a lot of people depend on you and they're like oh you're doing so great and you want to make them happy But I'm also a person who just believes if things aren't making you happy, you have to be selfish sometimes. Like, you have to put yourself in the center sometimes. And if you feel like, you know, it's not a good place, you have to remove yourself. And that can be very difficult. And sometimes things do get overwhelming, but I try to really ground myself and meditate and do things that are healthy so that when it feels like the world is piled on me, Mm -hmm. I kind of find that balance again. But that's a normal thing. Like, life's not always going to be smooth sailing. Things are going to happen when you're doing so much and when you're so young and when you're trying to accomplish so much. But it's really just about finding balance and finding control over, you know, what you're doing in your life. Definitely. And, man, you are reminding me of so many people (laughs) right now. But during this pandemic, has it, would you say that it's become harder for you to stay creative or motivated? No, it's actually been the exact opposite because before Mm -hmm. quarantine, I was working like every day, like nine to five, like long hours. So I would work, go home, go to sleep, you know, eat dinner, wake up, go back to work. And so when the world just stopped, it gave me time to really like sit down and be like, what am I going to do? So like. I started off the pandemic creating like tons of TikToks. And mm-hmm. then I kind of was like, mm, I don't really like this anymore. And so that's when I kind of started shooting more. And that's when we go into like my Nike series and then my book. So for me, it was really a time that I needed because it forced me to like look at what I have and look at my resources that I have at home, my camera, my lights, though they're kind of old, outdated, but I was able to work with them. And so it just really inspired me to create all the things I never had time to create before. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm happy because without the quarantine, we wouldn't have got so many amazing products from you. So many great (laughs) looks. So many great things. And we're actually almost at the end of the interview. I (laughs) know. So sad. (laughs) No. And I have one more question for you. And that is, if you had any advice to give to this generation or the one coming up, what would you say? I would say to just be yourself. And that's so cliche, but it's like, 
do what makes you happy because as we've seen, there's going to be chaos. Mm -hmm. No matter what we do, there's going to be chaos in the world. There Things are going to happen that we're not in control of, but you have to be in control of the things you can be in control of. And the things that you cannot be in control of, give that control over. You know, a lot of times we want to be over every single part of our lives and we can't. And so we really just need to focus on the things that make us happy because we only got one life to live. And I've seen some of my friends that, you know, their lives were cut short. And so it's like, if I'm going to go out, I want to go out and be happy and satisfied with the things that I'm able to do. So do the things that make you happy and always drive the conversation, especially to young black youth. A lot of times our voices are silenced, our experiences are silenced. And then you get on Twitter and then you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even know we were all going through the same thing. And so that's why conversations like this are important, that we just talk and we, you know, recognize that our experiences are real Amen. and we just keep the conversation going. Amen. And what beautiful advice to close us out. Thanks. So thank you so much to Ariel for coming in, having this conversation yes. with me. Thank you for having me. This yes, was great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. I've, you know, like I said, I've had you on my radar for a hot minute. So it's been great to actually be with you in person, as in person as it gets, and have this conversation. For sure. Yes, ma'am. And thank you guys for the listeners uh, for tuning in to the Renaissance Project, a Black Girls Movement. I hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Renaissance Project, a Black Girls Movement. Want to join the combo? Contact me via Instagram at the Renaissance P R J C T, or you can email me at the Renaissance P R J T at gmail.com. If you feel led to donate, you can do so by sending your funds to dollar sign Chase AC7 on Cash App. It is not required, but definitely encouraged. That's all from me. I hope to see you next Thursday. Until then, be well.